Welcome to the Chase Merrill Podcast. I am your host, Chase Merrill, and we are all about helping people get freed up from what's holding them back so they can build up who they were made to be. If you want to help us continue to make an impact with this podcast week in and week out, consider joining our new Patreon community. For as little as a cup of coffee a month, you can be a part of helping us get the message and mission of the podcast out to more people more effectively. This is a way that we can come together as a community and you'll get access to behind the scenes stuff, additional resources and content and so much more for just as little as $5 a month. You can head over to chasemerrill.com and click Patreon to jump in and get started. Now let's jump into today's conversation. Well, here we go. Welcome to the Chase Merrill Podcast. My friend Justin Wimberly is with me today. What's up, man? Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's, uh, I've, I pursued throughout the year different times just a couple different schedule things but there was a moment i thought mass isn't gonna this isn't gonna work i don't know what i gotta do uh to uh to convince this guy but uh just super thankful for the opportunity I yeah, know busy it. got a lot of family uh job related things you guys just had your job on top of your job you just had a long season with that but yeah um so part of this whole thing where i'm mean, wrapping it up 50 50 episodes uh, this is my 50th conversation with somebody that is on my list of 52 people who've made an impact in my life. And uh, you're on that list. You've been on that list. And you're not 50th. That's not the, yeah. right? But I know you don't care either way. Yeah. But, um, so, man, yeah, you're here because you made an impact in my life. And uh want to just have a conversation today to talk a little bit about that impact. And then also just part of the whole why I'm doing this, it, it, not just because I you know want to kill time and hear myself talk or hear other people talk, but it's this idea that really helping people get freed up from what's holding them back so they can build up who they're made to be. Sure. When I think about that, like you do that on the daily for people in a bunch of ways, but most like prevalently in the physical space and uh, in exercise and uh, training and athletic training and, and so, so much in that space. But um, in my life, although you've tried and definitely have had an impact in that space, <laughs> it's been more on just the, uh, the who I am as a man side, you know, husband, father, um, follower of Jesus, uh, and, and, and more, and I'll, I'll get more into that. But for people listening, um, that have no clue who Justin Wimberly is, would you just take a moment, give him a little snapshot, who, who you are, who you're connected to, like family, just kind of that stuff. With yeah. The, yeah. Give him a window in. Um, uh, yeah, Justin and, uh, I got, I'm married to Kelsey and we've been married, uh, this is probably bad to do here. Uh, <laughs> I think we're going on 14 years. Ooh. And, um, all right, 14, yeah, yeah, 14. Dude. Yeah. And we got four little girls, PJ, Haven, uh, Jaylee, and McKenna. Yeah. And so they're keeping us busy. We actually just celebrated Kenna's birthday yesterday um, as a two-year-old. So yeah. that was fun. Uh, yeah, what are their... The sp- what's uh, the span? Yeah, so PJ's 11, almost 11. Wow. Haven's nine. Uh, Jaylee is just turned three in August. And then McKenna is two. So McKenna was a, that was a kind of a weird birthday because it's like every year it's because she's the one I delivered. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you were the doctor. In yeah, that literally. <laughs> and you just sit in the doctor's office and deliver. I delivered her. So oh, yeah. we had a little get together last night in our, garage in my man cave yeah and i was like huh two years ago i was sitting right here letting my adrenaline calm down so, <laughs> so I, mean, I remember when you told us about it and i just 
I just couldn't fathom, man. I mean, I know people have done it. I know people used to do it back in the day, even more. But like, sure. not now. It's just so, it's just so different, right? Yeah. But you straight up, you're like, all right, had no here choice. we go. <laughs> no choice. Yeah. Dude. So, yeah, uh, we own a gym in Tumwater and have been doing that for going on eight years. Wow. And then uh, also coach at Tumwater High School. Uh, work with several teams, you know, in the area from, you know, Olympia High Schools, sports teams to Tumwaters to St. Martin's. Um, so, but I coached uh, at, or I coaching at Tumwater. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we've been doing that for a while now. And, Would you say football, football has <clears throat> been a pretty big part of your life? Whether, yeah, whether playing I mean, it or coaching? Yeah, just playing it in high school and then college. Um, and then, you know, just, it's a big part of it. You know, the gym is like, you know, a big part of it is the athletic training. Yeah. So, uh, working with football because of just that being kind of a specialty, I guess. Yeah. Um, is a focus point. Yeah. So is that where you would say, like, when you think about just the world of fit, fit, fitness and weight training and, you know, nutrition, all that kind of world health like that specialized sports athletic training is just kind of like where you feel like I, I, you're more passionate in that space. Like it's, yeah, like, I mean, I can train your, just your general person and, right. you know, weight loss, strength gain, you know, whatever, working away from an injury. But the, the sports side is definitely fun. My passion, I have like a master's in x-ray science with a specialty in strength conditioning. So it's, you know, it's that aspect as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and working with teams, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, you just helped uh, coach. You t- mentioned coaching for Tumwater High School. You guys just made it to state. Yeah, and uh, didn't didn't win there. We got but, our butts kicked. <laughs> but but for lack of a better word. But but making it to state. I mean, and the I mean the um, I know Tumwater's Tumwater High School's got a, a long history of football success and yeah. victory and to get to be a part of that but to continue it I mean it feels like that's when you've got the history that Tumwater High School has with that world it's always like there's just a different kind of target on the back to take down the big dog in that way you know sure. but to get back again it yeah. is pretty incredible it was pretty special too just doing it with a you know coach Beatty retiring uh last year and coach Garrow coming on this year yeah um and ha- kind of having there were still some older pieces to the puzzle, but a lot of new positions and new faces. And um, so to be able to like, I mean, no one, no one picked us to even win league. I think they picked us like third. Yeah. And, uh, and then to be able to do what we did, that was pretty special. Yeah. So. Um, so the oldest of five, five boys. Yeah. Five men. Mm-hmm. Uh, had your younger, youngest brother on the podcast a few, uh, well, p- towards the beginning of this thing, Wes, yeah. uh, had the, had your dad on the podcast. That's right. Um, and so the Wimberley family has been a big impact in my life, you know, and, and not was still is, you know, a lot of those relationships, um, we got connected more specifically. Well, we, we, we really got connected back in like 1995 when my family moved to Olympia yeah. and, uh, I don't think I have any pictures. Well, I do have a picture. Uh, of that season but oh, is that yeah. the one you were wearing a Packers jersey no no see this is this, this is good I'm glad you brought that up yeah. <laughs> although I don't have a picture of you and I I have uh, me and my brother and uh, my cousin Kaylee so everybody can see 
that uh, no, there's no Packers jersey in this picture. Although I did have yes, some. Yes, you did. Uh, but when I think about <laughs> that's at Olympia, that's in uh, t- uh, off of Hoffman Road. When I think about uh, like I love I love football. I played it for six or seven years, like youth, uh, and one year of high school. I will have a little bit of a different frame than you. So, um, although, like, you know, had the Rudy syndrome, like, tall heart, yeah, I was really there. I just couldn't, <laughs> really couldn't sustain uh, the physical world as much as I would have loved to in that space. And, uh, but it really started, like, because I would come out with the Wimberley boys back in 1995, 96 and play backyard football. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, you you liked the Packers, I think, at that time as well. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think it started early. Um, and uh, I was just getting to, I was just coming, I was four, five, coming into my understanding of football, NFL. I mean, and so living in Washington, Seahawks were there, but the, you had this older guy, older kid, you know, you were the biggest, faster. I mean, I was like, I just looked up physically, literally to you during that season and you like the Packers. And so there was this little bit of like, a, I think I like the Packers too. <laughs> that actually did carry with me for a good season of my life where I have, I mean, I've got Brett standing back there. Yeah. I love Brett Favre. Um, and so I've had a Packers Seahawks, you know, up until basically really when Brett went to the Jets yeah. is when I kind of like decided, all right, the team – really is releasing there. I've been following both, but now I'm going to go Team Seahawks and then Player Brett. That's kind of where it was. Yeah. Uh, and then I ended up moving back here and, you know, so I'm obviously all Seahawks, but uh that's you that's been a huge part of my life, football. And yeah. you you were a part of like the beginnings of that. Sure. Which is like when I think about it, it's pretty massive. Like I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm obsessed. Pretty crazy. pretty crazy. Yeah. Um and uh, so we, we we met each other then, but then what, 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 why you're here now isn't necessarily because football, uh, but it's because we got invited to join you and Kelsey and your family and a few other families, um, uh, Pastor Steve and Joan Perdue, mm-hmm. um, who love dearly Pastor Joan, you know, moved, moved out back down to California, but Pastor Steve passed away a couple years ago, got to be in life group with those two, you two, you and Kelsey, uh, Dave and Sarah Saddlemeyer. Uh, Corey and Andy Freeborn, uh, Dupree and Emily Rouse, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and and Ryan and Holly Schleck for a season as well. That probably was one more before. Yeah, somewhere and in Anton there. Naomi for Anton period. Naomi. Let's go. That's yeah. right. A uh, little neighborhood. We moved to Olympia or Tumwater, like five houses down from you, and uh, just immediately immersed into like life and relationship. And um, Holly and I had always been around churches our whole lives, and ministry life group-esque kind of stuff yeah we'd always struggled because we've been in ministry we always struggle to actually find like that relationship community where you're like you feel like you can have your guard down and be just chase or just holly not pastor chase or pastor holly yeah. and um and man we we discovered we could actually do that in life group with you guys and now we've been in life group with you and a few of those couples have remained for six years now yeah and so we've seen we've done a lot of life over the last six years a lot of different things. A lot of different things. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, and man, I just a couple of the things that I I want to talk about today and just highlight around how you made an impact. One of them is the when people think of Justin Wimberly, one of the things among amongst many, I think, but one of them that would stand out is the uh, the confidence when it comes to the convictions that you have yeah 
like if Justin, you know what Justin believes, period. Period. <laughs> there's no, there's no wondering. Like um, you know. And if you don't know, I'll cut. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's this. Uh, I was. I had a couple of questions. I was gonna like line up, like just like talk to me, like tell me why you know Jay Inslee's your favorite governor that you've ever you know experienced. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that there's there's people know Justin Wimbley and whatever, whether it's football, whether it's Michigan football, the Packers, whether it's um you know something that's political or something in your faith or family or like some of you just get excited. I mean, you are. Like you are confident and passionate about it in a way that like moves. There's no like neutrality to it. Yeah. And as somebody who's a leader myself in, you know, the spaces that I'm in, I've always wrestled with the opinions of man being such a huge deal to prevent me at times from stepping into confidence like I've watched come out of you. So there's always been this challenge and inspiration that I've felt by you um around just like no i don't care man i don't i don't care what people think yeah i i believe this i feel this i'm standing on this and i'm prepared for the the outcome of that like the consequences if there are consequences or the you know the ramifications of that i mean i just there's something i i so deeply respect about you and i think a lot of people do and i think that's part of what you are you're known for in that is that man like justin's he's not he's not swayed he's not you know he's in a wave tossed in the ocean he's 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 solid in where he's at and what he believes and and it just seems like that's more and more rare um so i really appreciated that part of you um that's good yeah (laughs) yeah i think i just think i i think there's been moments where i've thought to myself i wish i could i could be more like that and i've tried to step more I think into that kind of confidence in my own life and you've really sharpened me in that way. Um, another one is just your sacrifice and your willingness to do whatever it takes for your family. There's, there's a value I've watched come out of your, your whole family. Um, you know, just the Wimberleys in general, but watching you specifically over the last six years in how hard you work, um, to care for, provide for, uh, your, your household, you know, to, to lay down, long 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 days at times and nights waking up early and solving issues on vacations and things where you know you're you're not really you don't really have you're not off a lot as a business owner sure um where there's always some kind of storm to 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 navigate or fire to put out and and in that i just have watched you consistently for six years like continue to show up each day and do whatever it takes to to, to provide and, and be there for, um, taking care of your family. And, um, man, we're in a, in a day and age where there's so many men, uh, dads and husbands who are plagued with passivity and just an unwillingness to lay down their own selfish desires, uh, laziness or whatever. Yeah. I've just watched the consistency in you over six years. Just be like, man, now we got to keep doing whatever it takes. And you've got this tough and tender, you know, this like you could destroy somebody, you know, pretty quickly and easily. And then you can get down on the carpet with, you know, one of your four girls and yeah. they cuddle up and they're safe, you know? And, um, I just love that, man. I just, I just think when I think about a picture of like the father, like the Lord, like I see, I see that I've seen that pieces in pieces in your life of like the, the immovable. Uh, I, I, I can take 
the I could take it on for my family. I could protect and shield. Um, I'll stand up against the enemies of life, and yet I can also create a comfort and a a closeness for those that need that in my family. Um, just a few of those things. But would you would you talk to me for a second about like your journey of being the oldest brother of five, yeah. being a part of a family that has a large impact and legacy in the area and around the world and your journey of even just like, um, I think it's unique to, I think it's unique. And yet there's a lot of people that I know that can resonate to like, how did you step into, uh, navigating the pressure of like being the oldest, being the firstborn, um, understanding at some point, like just the weight of your name and your family, but also going like, I'm, I'm my own guy and I've got my own life and I'm charting my own course and I have my own family. Um, like just, I just, for people that have been in that world before, but man, you've done it. I feel like you've done it well and it it hasn't been perfect. Like you've had, you've had to overcome a lot, but we just talk about that a little bit, like how you just navigated some of that journey from uh, your life. Yeah. I think, um, I think a lot of it, you know, you know, it comes from my dad and just his approach to, um, and again, none of us are perfect, and but there's things that he did well in the sense of how he took care of things, how he took care of people. Yeah. And um, at the end of the day, it's about relationships. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's been times where we've all hurt people, we've offended people, we've um maybe done them wrong and at the end of the day it's like okay hey i was wrong and trying to yeah make that up right um and i think kind of going to that point of like i mean i care about what people think i don't think i'm not that i'm not that right crazy but right i am i would say like since covid you know i've gotten hard i got for a period of time i got pretty hard in the sense of like you want to take away my family's food on the table, then, then right. we're getting, we're getting dirty here. Yeah. And so, um, but at the same time, it's like, okay, like just, we're just people. We're just, you know, just living life. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the, that's been the beauty of like my family is, you know, people get, see us get together and they're like, gosh, how do you cultivate that? Yeah. Uh, we just, we just show up. Yeah you know yeah. and you you just be who you are not trying to be someone you're not right um which is you know there's like as our family's grown there's different elements you know there's tons of kids now and you know there's there's parts of our family that like gosh that's just like overwhelming like having us all in the same room yeah. you know or, or you know or it's like you know we live in different areas now like making time to be around each other or see each other you know it's sometimes difficult with you know, large families and, yeah. you know, just time and schedules and, but just taking the time to do those things. Yeah. Um, I don't think, I honestly don't think I've ever felt like pressure. You know, you're like, everyone's like, yeah, you're a pastor's kid. You know, it's like, well, yeah, well, at least I'm not like you know, all pastor's kids. There's a lot of them that don't end up very well right. and haven't ended up well. Right. And I'm not saying we have because <laughs> yeah. we've screwed up, sure. but, but you have, but, but I think we just were just uh, we were just us. We yeah. just we just showed up and cared for people and 
Um, and my dad modeled that really well. Yeah. Um, and then it's allowed, he's, that's allowed us to just do that with our families. Right. And just kind of multiply that. Yeah. Um, I think the, the, the pressure of people is what you make it. You know, it's like, if you, if you, there was a statement said the other day, like, if you care so much about what people, the people you, that you think you care about are thinking about you, I mean, like, you don't, you don't even really know this person. Right. You don't even like, you don't even associate with them. Right. So why, why do you care so much about what their opinions are and what, what they're doing and how they think of you? Like, yeah, you got your own lane to run. Yeah. So, so I think, I think having that mindset, um, a lot of times is like, you know, Hey, this is, this is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> this is who I am. Well, and that, I mean, that's, that, that's so that's so perfectly put. Like when I think about you, I think about your family, but I think about you, like you're, you're unashamedly Justin. Yeah. Like that's it. Like you're me, you're, you're, you're you. And you're, you're okay with being you in whatever environment that you're in. Yeah. And, um, it's just refreshing. It's refreshing. I mean, yeah, I mean, some people that I think maybe have their own issues of insecurities or whatever, like that could be, ti- I think at times that can feel intimidating or feel whatever, but most of that has to just do with people's own senses of insecurity or uncomfortability i just have admired that man i've admired your ability to just be you i think and that's part of what i six years of relationship now up close like there's a that group of people that life group although we don't like it's not every week or every other week sometimes there's months where we don't see each other but a lot of it's pretty consistent over six years like that's you're the group of people we've spent the most time with collectively over these six years outside of our immediate family and it's just the consistency like you're not, you weren't one random, you know, you didn't, you weren't somebody else six years ago as you are now. Like you've yeah. grown in different ways, but like you've shown up, showed up consistently. And so you're unashamedly, unapologetically you. And to your point about your family, dude, it is, man, there is something about when you guys all get together, we got to have Thanksgiving with you guys a few years ago. Yeah, that's right. Been a part of lots of events with, with all y'all. And it doesn't seem real a, a lot of the time. And again, I know you mentioned it's not perfect. There's there's tensions or conflicts at times but like by and large you guys get together and it's like it feels like everybody is able to do what you are able to do a lot of the time which is be you yeah and and somehow being you is accepted embraced even at times championed and and affirmed you know encouraged but there's not like a group of people you know or a sibling or a parent that's like the whole time wishing you were somebody you weren't they're like I let your parents did just such a great job of that. Like be, I, I mean, again, especially at this stage in life, man, be you and who God's made you to be. Um, and I think you're, you're doing a great job at continuing to impart that into the world around you. Um, like I, there's so many conversations that I have when I think about like talking about you or listening to somebody else talk to you and you're listening, you listen for a little bit and then you'll say something like, so what? <laughs> or like, well, like, all right. Like, what do you, you know, basically like, you know, not, not a, that you're not caring for them, but the point of what you're, you're communicating is like, why is that stopping you? Or yeah. why is that getting in the way of you, you know, doing X, Y, or Z? And, you know, I remember just sitting back in moments and just being like, he's right. And, and he's the only one saying that. And, and yet he's right. And I think people just, people miss a lot of that, um, in their day to day. And so it's been great to have pieces of that in my own, you know, relationship with you. Uh, talk, talk to me about 
and and for people listening right like part of part of what i respect so much about you is i mean at the top of all this you you love the lord like you were a pastor's kid and yet somehow like still find yourself um in in some desire of god in your life you know at the bare minimum you know in cultivating that um which is that's huge you love your wife uh you love your kids you work hard and man and when you aren't working hard and you're doing something you really enjoy like you really do it like you enjoy it yeah you you have fun um but so just kind of breaking that down like your your relationship with the lord in marriage 14 years is a long time yeah especially for i think our everything is a long time (laughs) for our generation i think especially i think all but like I don't know, bro, because you know you're in you're in your what early thirties. Let's call yeah, it. Let's call I'm already. It, let's I'm, I've <laughs> gone over the hump. I'm going. I'm closer to forty oh, than I am thirty, shoot, bro. So uh, so mid to late thirties. Let's call mid thirties. Yeah, I'm thirty six. Okay. Okay, you're good. You're not late. Um, mid thirties and fourteen years of being married. Yeah. Uh, to the same one, same woman, four kids. Um. Man, and 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 shout out obviously to Kelsey for the incredible woman that she is, but yeah. but obviously it takes takes two to tango there, but just just it doesn't have to be like the big you know golden wisdom nugget or anything like that, but just like how 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 are you doing it? How do you, how give me something around like fourteen years, and you're still in it, and again like I know you, so I know, um, like I don't just see the Instagram or Facebook, but. Uh, posts of it but like i know you you genuinely love your wife yeah and she genuinely loves you i mean your your wife adores you your girls adore you like that's that's not just instagram adore uh it's real life yeah how yeah i think i think at the end of the day you know it's cliche but i think in the day you know i think seasons of life christ can be the center of your relationship and sometimes it's not but i think it's like that 80-20 rule. Like, if he's around 80% of the time, then you're doing something right. Yeah. You know? So it's more 50-50. That's, sure. It's even tough, you know? Sure. So I think having, even in your bad moments and even in your weaknesses, having, having even just worship music around, like having routines of just doing stuff with your kids around Christ, doing stuff together around yeah. Christ, I think it keeps things... In, at bay and i think it keeps things in check yep um but i think consistency is the biggest thing i think you know i think where a lot of people fall short is you have two people and when both become inconsistent you you lose you lose your track yeah and i think um that's why god gave us each other yeah. because there's times where we're i'm not consistent and my wife is super consistent yeah and like she's coming down, knocking my door down, you know, she's yeah. consistent. And then there's other times that I can be that for her. And I think, um, I think for that, it's kept, it's allowed us to um, just take care of each other in yeah. our, our weak moments yeah. and lift each other up. Um, and we've had, our, we've had our moments of like struggle and still do to some extent, you know, in certain sure. things. As we all do. Yeah. But I think overall, it's allowed us to really like, you know, just we have kind of something to fall back on yeah. with the Lord. Yeah. 
and um and also you just you've got to you got to get up and be consistent and fight for your your family and your you know and it's like you know i'm a i'm a pretty loyal person so like the fact of like when things get hard kind of giving up doesn't settle with me yeah i mean it was like this sat last saturday you know we were getting our butts whipped in the first half and you know going in at halftime to have a talk like hey you can yeah i'm okay if we lose but if you give up that's a problem yeah and so and it's just in it the world's created a lot of avenues to just give up so yeah i think uh it's all your mindset but if you don't have something to fall back on then your your mindset just keeps slipping yeah yeah so but i think consistency is the biggest piece yeah and again it's it's give and take you know because i think you, there's times where you, i'm consistent and she's not yeah there's times where we're both really consistent and i think you just have to allow when your spouse is consistent to let them you know push you yeah it's good i think about the amount of time that you put in when it comes to owning a business um for the like speak to the young 20 21 22 maybe has maybe a fresh out of college maybe he's just kind of gone the you know work hard right out of high school and try to jump into the lane of where i want to be get mentored kind of route but for like just that next generation of like the entrepreneurial business owner kind of guy or gal that's like got this i want i want to do like what now that you've been in this kind of specific space for eight years and you've given a ton of yourself to it yeah uh, invested a lot sacrificed a lot you know for lack of better terms like you know what it takes to make it or not you know um like what's just one thing you would encourage somebody that's going to be like wanting to step into that space that maybe hasn't jumped in fully yet but is like man i want to own my own gym one day or you know i tell him don't do it <laughs> It just yeah, just crushed the crush the dream now, hundred percent. Well, no, I think I think speak to I think what, when you look at stuff, I mean, I think any business owner would say something like this because I think you what you dream it would be and what it's made out to be is it's not it's not. Yeah, I mean, like it's 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 you can be it's pretty alone yeah. being at the top, right? Um, and I think there's other aspects of that. I mean, even like being a pastor. Yeah, you know, when you're the guy. It sometimes is alone. It's a lone, a lonely place. Yeah, it is. Uh, to lead, so I think, um, I think just asking questions, asking questions to yourself, like, is this really something I want to do, and how long do I want to do it? Is this something that's a stepping stone to something else? Um, because it's not, it's not a cakewalk. It's not yeah. something that just shows up, right? And uh, and that's again, it goes back to like your marriage. Like, if you're not consistent it's it's gonna falter yeah you know yeah and so it's and it's so you gotta know okay i'm gonna marry this person i'm gonna spend the rest of my life with them yep same you know same kind of thing yeah and uh yeah i think that's and you just you gotta be okay with failing because you're gonna fail yeah for sure so yeah no that's good i think count like just the beginning what you said you know don't do it like but counting the weight counting the cost to the best you can and understanding like it's just not going to be maybe what you no, think there, and there's there's perks to it and there's blessings but it's it's not easy yeah and it's not always fun yeah so 
something else that's not easy and not always fun parenting (laughs) yeah talk to me for those that don't know you know you came like i mentioned from a family of five boys and then you have four girls yeah how like how has being a dad and then being a girl dad changed you um i think the i mean being a dad is awesome it's one of the best joys um I think being coming from just a house of boys where we just, you know, it was, it was just different. I mean, you know, you have boys and a girl. Yeah. Just how they go about things are just different. Yep. How girls go about things is just different. Um, I think, uh, I think one thing I've learned, I don't think I've, I don't, I'm learning is just like being in tune with like, my wife's emotions yeah. because my wife's emotions and my daughter's emotions are not far off. Yeah. Um, even the little ones, I mean, they just, they just put it out there differently. Yeah. Um, so I think being in tune with my wife's emotions and how her day's going really dictates how, and we homeschool so that, you know, that's, yeah. they're always around each other. So, but that all, that, that kind of gives me an idea of what's the temperature of the house. Yep. And I'm not always great at, like, I just come in and, you know, it's kind of like one of those things where your boss says, okay, this needs to get done, this gets done, and then you get it done, and they come in and go, well, it's just, you know, yeah. that's kind of how I am sometimes. <laughs> don't, don't. Um, so um, I think it's, but I think it's, it's one of the best things that we've ever done, and it's a, just an absolute joy to be a dad. Yeah. Um, and they're just a blast, and they are some tough cookies. Yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> so they, uh, they've got something really special in you and Kelsey as yeah. as parents. Yeah, you know, getting to have the two of you together, and uh, and and I love the way the Lord has allowed you guys to have that 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 breakup of years to have a couple older and a couple younger. You yeah. know, in that way, it just yeah, it's pretty it's pretty cool, and it. You know, and they're, we don't hide anything from them and we keep, you know, I mean, the other day I kind of mouthed off, we were all getting chores done and I mouthed off to my wife and Jaylee, the three-year-old goes, dad, that wasn't very nice. You need to apologize to mom. <laughs> and I was like, yep, you're right, sister. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, oh it's so good. Um, football, uh. I have to talk about just briefly Packers and Seahawks just for a moment. Just, you know, we have some history even in the last 10 to 12, 15 years between our teams. But, yeah. Um, you got, it seems like, you know, be, between Michigan being in the top four, mm-hmm. uh, the Packers have turned, at least by the time this podcast comes out, they've, they've, they've been getting a little hotter. I mean, Beat two of the best teams in the league. Yeah, it looks like there's there's or some couple of the best. There's some uh, there could be some there could be some momentum you know swinging their way there. And we have an easy schedule. Yeah, we don't. We have to go play the Niners again. And the Cowboys. Ugh. No, you play. The no, Cowboys. we play the Cowboys. Eagles. We, Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's right. On Monday night. Um, what I mean, what when you <laughs> when you think about uh, like just this, this, a chance to talk to to Seahawks fans for a moment from a Packer man, Packers fan perspective. Um, 
just like whether it's a guy like Sano <laughs> or Mike Barker or Eric Hansen or any of those guys that, you know. Sano's just... the only real Seahawks fan <laughs> that I know. Yeah, I, I, can, I can attest to his uh he is the most loyal loyalty. Seahawks fan. And that's why we get along, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Uh, all the other rest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Yeah. They are. Uh, they, yeah. There's some. Uh, they were the 40,000 fans that were outside the stadium in that NFC championship game. Yeah. And Sano. And were, Sano was part of the 20 inside yeah, the stadium. Yeah, yeah. Thank God. And you kind of know who's a real Seahawks fan, especially with these retro jerseys that have come out. Because whoever's wearing a retro is a true Seahawks fan. If you're wearing the new school ones, eh. You're wearing like neon green one. Jeez, you're not a fan. <laughs> well, yeah, they uh, they they definitely have have an opportunity. Had an opportunity this year to do something that was to build on last year, and it this doesn't look like we're gonna be. Uh, you guys are in a tough conference too, and I think the Rams are coming on hot, and. The Niners look like the best team gonna, in the league. They're unstoppable. Last week against the Eagles. So I think it's just, you know, it's a long season. So it's, yeah. it's a, you know, it's not, it's really the, the cliche thing. It's like not how you start, it's how you finish. Yep. And you look at, um, you look at like um, Matt LaFleur, the Green Bay coach. Yeah. He's 16-0 and 0 now. In the month of December. Jeez. Since he came to the Packers, including last week. Wow. I did not know that. That's a mm-hmm. pretty crazy stat. It's a crazy stat. And so, you know, like when you need to win, yeah. that you got to, you know, find a way to win. Yeah. And, um, and it's, a, it's a game of nutrition. You know, you, know, you got you to stay healthy. Yeah. You know, so it's like, all right, if you're not healthy, then it's. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Yeah, how the first yep, it doesn't. I mean, and it's crazy. And then you got to find a way. Like when we beat the Lions on Thanksgiving, we had 17 guys on the injured reserve, or like they were hurt. Yeah, 17 guys that weren't playing. 17. Yep. And I'm not talking like bench guys. I'm talking. Yeah. And you don't have a lot of room for that because you have 53 man roster. Right. You know. So. Right. You're moving pieces. Well, and that around. Thanksgiving short week. Yeah. Definitely didn't help. Yeah. So, and just so you know, the Packers are the youngest team in the NFL. Yeah, I heard. I, I read that text that you sent me. I was gonna try to fact check it, but I think it's probably it's so, true. It's so one hundred percent true. They were crazy. I saw the. I saw a crazy stat with like uh, Jordan Love through his first. I'm sure you've seen it. Jordan Love through his first like I forget something games and Aaron Rodgers first so something he, games. Did you the see first, that? First, yeah. The, so when the Packers were five and six before they won this last week, through that many games, Aaron Rodgers and him threw the same amount of yards, threw the same amount of touchdowns. Same amount of interceptions. The record was the same. Yeah. I think that was it. Yeah, it's just crazy though. Yeah. Like really crazy. Yeah. Really. He he even kind of had some look. Like there were some throws this last week when they won that had some like wrist flip, wrist yeah. flick, kind of Aaron Rodgers esque. Well, and uh, I think it came down to that. I was listening to it was uh the herd, Colin Her- Her- Yeah, yeah. Cow herd. Cow herd yeah. yeah. And he talked about how you know, kudos to Matt Lafleur because he's like, he's like, okay, I'm, I'm, like, I mean, they came out, they didn't, de- uh, they didn't uh, decline the ball in the first, you know, right, on the right, kickoff, right. defer, defer to the second yeah, they half, didn't yeah. defer the second half, and they took the ball and scored on the Lions, just took it down, yeah, and so I think they're 
their mo like the way they're doing things now, they're just like, we're going to throw the ball and we're going to let him throw it. And he probably going to throw some bad ones, but yeah, his arms too dang talented not to let him throw. Yeah. It. He's got to let him loose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, there's definitely some like bright, bright future for Packers Hopefully. fans. We'll see. I mean, they, I mean, the defense is getting short up. Yeah. Like you mentioned, youngest team. We get healthy. I mean, that's, we get Aaron Jones back. I mean, yeah. that's, we're doing it with some missing pieces. Well, quite- and our defense hasn't let uh, anybody score over 24 points in the last five weeks. Yeah, they're coming. They're kind of coming into their own. We, we have, we have so much potential, which is, you do. It's just, it's just not clicking. I nope. think there's some shif- shifts that need to happen, but I'll save that for another podcast. Uh, I just wanted to let the a, a Packer heart get to express itself a little bit. That's right. Um, last question. I asked this question for every episode up to this point, except for uh, my kids, because because of their lack of ability to understand, but uh, or lack of life lived, probably. Um, but to the whole why of the podcast, getting freed up to build up when you think about your life and you think about the things in your life whether it's some previous season it could even be present something that you've been held back by that you have gotten freed up from or are getting freed up from to be who you were made to be when you think about overcoming something like that what comes to your mind and and just like how, what would you say to it for for people actually, listening? i actually heard uh uh what's his name ed Milet. That yeah, name? yeah, yeah. I heard him speak on a podcast this morning, and uh, and it just really resonated with me all all day so far. And just um, he talked about how everyone's got vision. No one doesn't not have a vision for whatever it is—a goal, sure, business, um, you know, personal fitness, whatever it might be. You know, your marriage, whatever. Everyone's got a vision, but. Most time we don't, we don't even, we can't see where that's going to go or where, how it's going to be. So we just kind of slow down, go and repeat, mm. think about it, but never just yeah. do it. And he talked about how if you have a vision, you need to be flying around. Like you're, you're, you're a person that's just like, you're walking somewhere with purpose. You're doing something with purpose. Like you have a vision you need. And it, so it was really convicting mm. in the sense of like, I got tons of ideas. I got, you know, like this, your podcast, like you've had the, the desire to do this. Like you have vision now do it, like find a way to do it. Yeah. You know, if that means you have to ask this question, is this person, you have to go borrow this from this person. Like you go make it happen. Like yeah. you have a vision, go do it. So I think, um, and so he was kind of used it as like a, you know, when you're uh, on an airplane and they, send you back around because you're not ready to land you know you're just you just keep circling slowly and slowly um avoiding your vision Hmm. and so i think i think that's i think it's just a good word for all of us yeah heck yeah yeah that's very convicting yeah when you last question and then and then we'll wrap up but just thinking about 14 years of marriage eight eight ish or more years in wimberley training uh education coaching etc 11 years of parenting plus you know when you think about something like in five years 
um, and you get a picture in your mind of like something that's making you smile, something bringing you joy in the next five years, in five years, what, what do you think comes to your brain when you think about where you are now in five years? I think it's people. And I think it's, it's moments where you have unique opportunities to, to challenge people or speaking to people. I mean, just using this game last week, you know, there, I had like 10 parents text me going like, Hey, there, there was a speech at halftime, you know, and not that it's not, it's, I don't want it to be about me sure. or, or, uh, the speech, but that speech made an impact on some kids. Yeah, heck yeah. And I think it, in five years when I see one of those kids and they bring up a memory like that, or when yeah. my kids, that's awesome. When my kids go, Hey, you remember that McKenna's two year old birthday when you just like, did s'mores in the garage, yeah. you know? I think those are the things that will light me up. Yeah, that's awesome. Or, so. the, you know, the people that you help, you know, get to a healthy spot, you know, yeah. physically. Yeah. Which then helps you get there mentally. Yeah. So. Yeah, so good, dude. I'll, I'll never forget. It was super, it seemed super uh, small of a thing. And yeah, it made such a huge impact. But because it was like fully encompassed, like kind of who you are to me. I had a really, I had just had a crap season with my car for a while and it kept just, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think I got stuck. I think I got exposed and I was with the kids and we were in McDonald's yeah, drive through right. and I think it straight up died in the drive through Literally I got the food and it stopped. So I was blocking all it. So I had to push it to the parking, you know, parking lot right in front of it. And, uh, and I'm thinking to myself in that moment, you know, who like, who can I text or call and ask just for, I don't even know what I need. I don't even know for sure, like, if it's just a dead battery or what, but, like, that I could just text and ask for help and feel like, uh, not hesitate about the thought of it, like, um, inconveniencing them. Yeah. Because of my personality is, like, right, I, I, I'm so over analyze, analyzing, like, I don't want, I don't want to put people out. I don't want to, you know, all that. But f- so for me to have you be one of the, the the first person that I came to my mind and heart that I was like, I could text Justin and Justin's not going to be like, Oh dang, dude. You know, I just, all right. You know, or, or even if he didn't say that he would be thinking it, I just, it was straight up. Like if he can, he'll figure out a way. And if he can, he can't. Yeah. And, um, and you showed up, you showed up with a massive old, you know, generator thing from Costco to recharge my battery and, and get me moving and, and hang out with me. And, it was just that moment. It was after a long day of work. Like, you know, like you, it was, it was just all of that stuff there that I was like, man, this is, this is this dude, a guy I feel I have developed enough relationship with. I feel safe enough to be able to reach out when I'm not okay and not worry about how it could inconvenience him, you know, or how weak I could look and his selflessness to be like, yep, dude, let me, let me load up the truck and get over there. Small, but, but massive. Yeah. And, uh, and you do that for a lot of people. You do that. You've done that for me, that kind of thing for me multiple times, but I'll just never forget that kind of moment because uh, I think it just embodied. You're just like, yeah, you showed up as you, what do you need? Let's figure it out. And, uh, that's, a, that's a pretty, pretty strong picture of Justin Wimberly, you know, in, I think a lot of people's lives. So man, I, I, I just hope, I hope for many more years of, uh, even proximity. Although who knows, you know, I just want more time with that world. And I'm excited that we get to have a friendship, you know, still your family is so precious to us. And, uh, we feel privileged to get to be like in relationship with the Wimberleys the way we get to be. So same. 
thanks for the impact and uh michigan go blue packers i hope we're having uh just a conversation you know it's a little different in a couple weeks where we're not having to talk about the packers in their late season <laughs> run so with that man thanks for joining me everybody listening thanks for listening Till next time see you later